one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever gotten was don't read a book until you know it. Read a book until you are it. And that's going to be the theme of 2024. It's not about collecting knowledge. It's about implementing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. And so in that spirit, we are replaying the most listened to episode of 2023, which happens to be about the most important topic that guarantees our success, which is investing in ourselves and our mind, our body and our being and doing it consistently until we get the results. So listen, write it down, implement it, start being it and practicing it and bathe in the glory of your results. But let's get into the show. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good, because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show. Not only where I am the president, but I am a client as well. You guys remember all those hair club for men commercials? When I when I have downtime, like when I'm on an airplane, when I'm driving, for whatever reason, my brain is always triggered back to remembering crazy, crazy marketing. Like the Holiday and Express commercials, that one I just referenced. I don't know if I'm alone in that one. It has absolutely nothing to do with today's podcast, but I somehow remember the tagline for Hair Club for Men, and I remember the Chia Pets, and I remember Holiday Inn Expresses, and I think that's really, really funny. So today, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about the Sacred Light Keeper Quadrants, but I said that this entire month, kicking off the year 2023, and if you happen to be listening to this in 2024, 2025, 2028, 2038... I'm going to go out on a limb and guarantee that what I'm sharing right now is still applicable in 2041 because I don't think there's any way that it will systematically change. And I get asked a ton. I coach a lot of entrepreneurs. I talk to a lot of people and I get a lot of coaching. And and really, this podcast, my social, what I help you guys with is a documentation of my journey as an entrepreneur, as a documentation of my growth at different levels of success. And I like to share things. And I've shared today's concept numerous, numerous times, but I don't truly know if people grasp the severity and the requirement of its application to be truly, truly successful. And in reflecting on this year, I realized that one of the things that I wanted to focus on in kicking this year off right is giving you the absolute tools that you need to succeed. And in order to succeed, you need clarity and you need intention. And we know that we're surrounded by information, right? Everything that you ever need to know is on the internet, right? You can go build a business off the internet, launch a funnel off the internet, write emails off the internet. I mean, like literally, if you do enough searching and due diligence, you never have to pay for anything because it's not the information that makes the difference. It's the intentional application of that information that creates the result. And that's really where one of the great equalizers comes into an entrepreneurship. And I've been blessed to be studied to study the greats, to be around the greats, to be coached by the greats. I make book recommendations all the time, like Atomic Habits and Personalities and Permanent. And if they're PhDs in behavioral science and their success as entrepreneurs, plus the knowledge in their books, don't inspire you enough to take that action. I don't know what to say, but I'm just going to say it again today. Do it. 
And in my obsession with studying the greats, my obsession with looking at it is there was a lot of things that people had in common. They had morning routines, they had routines, they had routines, but what they really had is they had intention and then they built containers around them. And so at some of the low parts of my career as an entrepreneur, I was always stuck in the same point. The money wasn't there, the business wasn't there, my marriage wasn't there. And I was constantly like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I was out seeking the answers rather than taking action and putting results into the world that would help me get to those answers. And through a lot of pain, and I mean lots of pain and lots of downsides and roadblocks and lost businesses, I really started to understand what people were saying when they had a morning routine. And it was never about the things that they were doing. It was more about their intention and how they were being. And so after years of doing this and getting my own coaching, I boiled it down to the four areas of my life that if I focus on are guaranteed to move the needle forward in my life and in my business. And when I focused those four things down, what I boiled them down to was my mind, my being, my body, and my business. And if you see me looking down, I'm looking at my notes in front of me uh, because I do have these memorized, but not the nuance of all the little parts of them. And I realized in studying people's morning routines and Robin Sharma's The 5AN Club and Jocko's and Sean Whalen and Garrett White's and the wisest teachers I know and some Buddhists and things like that and Tony Robbins and you name it, Tom Bilyeu, like it just surrounded by it. Underneath it all, there was this level of commitment to self that then boiled over into business. And when I figured that part of the game out, it felt like I had been wasting my time and energy for 15 years trying to figure out something that was so simple. And I realized that in business, in entrepreneurship, in life, in relationships, I'm the secret weapon. I'm the only thing I control. I can control every action I make, every word I use, every choice I make, every thought I have. But I was focusing on building habits and rituals outside of myself rather than fully embodying what was important to myself. And so my sacred light keeper quadrants, the things that I'm sharing with you today, are things that I give to every one-on-one client, every student, every business partner, everybody I coach to get them into the habit of growth with this commitment to themselves with intention that helps trickle down the results based on the decisions that you make. And I identified that for me, in my life, in my business, that the four areas that I constantly needed to work on um, that were requirements for my success and where I should focus my energy every day and where I should focus my intention were on my mind, my body, my beingness, and my business. And so I'm going to explain at a very high level what my day looks like, what my structure looks like with these light keeper quadrants. And I'm going to highlight a few of them that I think are the most important ones. And when I made these quadrants, I didn't make them so that you won them, that you accomplished them every day, that you checked the box. It's that the ones that you do use, if you use all of them, that you fully embody and you fully use, right? And so the way that I break this down is in the mind category. And and remember, a lot of you have heard me reference my sacred light keeper quadrants or these things that I use. Well, I'm sharing the model in its entirety right now. And so under the mind, I have the mind broken down into three sections. I have the light on, the light bright, and the light off. And what that simply means is that for the light on, 
is every day I spend at least 10 minutes of alone time before anything else in the world influences me. No phone, no email, no nothing. I wake up before everybody and I spend 10 to 15 minutes alone. This allows me to start my day tuned into myself, not into the world, not into stress, but into myself. The light bright section, the second part, is where I intentionally read or consume 15 pages or 15 minutes of personal development content every single day. And then the light off section is at the end of my day, I spend at least 10 minutes in reflection looking at my day with a journal in front of me and I ask myself, what were one to three wins from today, one to three lessons from today, any roadblocks that I experienced, and what are my three needle movers that I must do first thing tomorrow morning? So under the mind section, that is it. It's that every day at a minimum, I do those three things. So then we move into the being section. Now, the being section is I'm a big fan of personal development work, manifestation, consciousness work. And no matter which way you slice this, there's science to support all of this. I am a massive proponent of future self-journaling. And if, if you wanted to ask me the question and said, George, how do I manifest? My answer would be future self-journaling. And so for me, under the being section, I have it broken down into two sections. Section number one, I called building your future self. And what I do is intentionally every day, I choose three states of being. Uh, I'm a loving, passionate, trusting man. I'm a kind, integrous, abundant entrepreneur. And I pick three words that describe the state of being that I want to embody that day. And I make a power statement for the day. And so we'll use, I'm a loving, passionate, trusting man. And so if that's what I wrote on my journal for the day of my statement for the day, I make that statement. And then I start doing future self-journaling from that place. And so I'll write a year in the future, 10 years in the future, 20 years in the future, a week into the future. And I will just write for at least 10 minutes while embodying I'm a loving, passionate, and trusting man. And so that is my tuning into getting clarity of who I want to be, making the declaration to myself, and then actually practicing it. And so then the second section of being is what I call service. And so once I've embodied that man, right, for me, and I'm a loving, passionate, and trusting man, I then turn around and I intentionally give that man away in order of priority in my life. And so once I'm done with my morning practice, I wake up, I do my 10 minutes, I do my self-journaling under the being section in that morning time. And then when I'm complete, my family is next. And so I ask myself, how would a loving, passionate, trusting man show up? What would he say? What would he do? How would he look? How would he stand? And then I start getting my family ready for the day. And so under the serve part of being is when I give that away to the world. So I give my family first, then I come to my office and I give that same thing away for my team, whether it's messaging them, getting on a call with them, responding to their messages. And only when I filled the bucket of my family and that of my team did I then turn around and fill that to my customers. And so under the being section, all I have is number one is future self-journaling. Uh, two incredible book recommendations for this one are Personality Isn't Permanent by Benjamin Hardy or Do the Work by Nicole LaPera. And those are two books that I use and where I got my prompts from and how I do it. And so under the being section, you build your future self. And then once you're done building it for the day, then you give it away to those that matter in your life, in your business and everywhere else. And so that's the being section. So the mind section Mind is bucket one, and I have light on, light bright, light off. Under being, there's two sections. 
Section number one is build your future self, which is having a future self journaling practice or a manifestation practice, and then actually intentionally giving that away from that state of being. So number one is build your future self. And number two, I've labeled it serve, which then brings me into the body section. And the body section is broken down into four key areas, your sleep, your nutrition, your movement, and your breath. Now, it's no secret that entrepreneurship is on the caliber of being a professional athlete. Uh, We have to train. Our bodies take a lot of stress, a lot of load. We push. We stretch our capacity. We give, 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 and work, work, work. But yet, we're typically the first ones to sacrifice our vehicle or our vessel, which is the thing that's helping us achieve. And so I broke mine down into sleep, nutrition, movement, and breath. And so for sleep, I just have rules, and it's develop healthy sleep habits and routine, minimum of seven hours of sleep per night. For my nutrition, I choose a nutrition protocol that works for me. And at minimum, I have a half a gallon of water a day while supporting my body, taking my supplements and eating clean. For movement, I have a rule that I must sweat at least 20 minutes a day and then breath. And this is probably the most neglected and most important part. As we live and as we operate, we don't breathe. We talk, we sit, but we don't intentionally breathe. And the the preferred respiratory rate for a human being is five and a half breaths per minute, which basically equates to around a six-second inhale and a six-second exhale, or five-second inhale, five-second exhale over the course of a minute. In through the mouth, I mean, in through the nose, out through the nose, that is the ideal respiratory breathing. If you want to understand what's happened to our bodies because of our lack of breathing and becoming mouth breathers, uh, James Nestor wrote an incredible book called Breathe that I think every entrepreneur should read. And so for me, when it comes to the foundation of my day or these sacred life people quadrants, I set rules for myself knowing that my sleep is important, my nutrition is important, my movement is important, and my breath is important. And for the breath, My rule is you have to have a daily breathwork practice for a minimum of five minutes. It could be five minutes of intentional breathing. It could be box breathing, five, seven, eight breathing, transformational breathing, Wim Hof breathing. And there's many modalities, but it's bringing intention to the thing that gives us life because without breath, we can't live, but yet we don't utilize it because our body does it by default. And so underneath the body section, that's my basically container or rules for the day. Did I set my day up? to stick to my sleep schedule? Did I make healthy choices today? Did I eat clean? Did I have my smoothies? Did I take my supplements? Did I sweat for at least 20 minutes today? And did I have at least a five-minute intentional breath practice? And so that's my body section, which is section three. So under mind, the mind section, you have the three subparts, light on, light bright, light off. Under being, there's two sections, the future self-journaling of building your future self, and then the service part, And then under body, there's four sections, which is sleep, nutrition, movement, and breath. And then we get into the last section, which is business. And in the business section, I have it broken down into three parts. Part number one is create. Part number two is protect. And part number three is consume. So for create, I say you have to identify your three most important need of movers first thing each day and do those first. And so you remember earlier in my light off, when I'm doing my reflection at the end of the day, I look at my entire day and I don't look at what I didn't get done or what I failed at. I look at, okay, what did I accomplish today and what is left to be accomplished? Like, what did I not complete? And I look at that and then I identify the three most important needle movers in that whole bucket, which could be record two podcasts, respond to an email, send an invoice. And so at the end of my day, 
I write down what those three things are on a sticky note and I close it in my laptop. So the next day when I get to the office and I'm in the business section of my routine and my first step is create, well, I open my laptop and I pull out that sticky note and it has the three needle movers that I already identified the night before. So then the next section is protect. And so then I look at those needle movers and I prioritize them over everything else because no matter what, the world is going to be there. My emails are going to be there. My texts are going to be there. My phone calls are going to be there. And I'm going to handle those things, but I want to protect the momentum of my business first. And so then by protecting them, what I do is I schedule them into my calendar and I make sure that they are done first thing before anything else in the world. And so that's how I protect them. So the create section is identifying those three core needle movers. And the way that we define needle movers is the action that you take, if you take it, is guaranteed to move your business forward. It's almost like hitting base hits over and over again. You can use atomic habit stacking here. You can use a ton of things. But really, it's to allow progress to take place every single day. Once I've identified them, I need to protect my schedule and protect my time by prioritizing those over everything and having the discipline to handle that. And so for me, I don't do my first call of the day, any day, prior to 10 a.m. Because I get to my office at about 8.30 and I've yet to ever have needle movers that take more than 90 minutes. But my first call, my first interview, my first coaching call is always at 10 a.m. So when I get to the office at 8.30, that first 90 minutes is my time to knock out those needle movers. And so section one is create, section two is protect, and then section three is consume. And so for me, I have a philosophy in business that I have to earn the right to consume. And so I hit my needle movers, I do that thing, and then I intentionally read at least 25 pages of a business book or watch or listen to 25 minutes of an online training each day. But my rule is simple. I can't consume to consume. I have to consume to solve a challenge. And so if I happen to be sitting here struggling on how to use AI or chat GPT to write emails and I want to be able to do it, I might intentionally go find a YouTube video of somebody teaching people how to ask better questions or prompts for ChatGPT and consume it for the 20 minutes it takes and then immediately put it into practice in the business. And so I'm going to overview all of these quadrants for you at a high level again so you understand what they are. Now, you know, there's a lot of businesses out there. Andy Frisella teaches this in 75 Hard at one of the levels where his five core tasks every day and Varabhan Sharma teaches this in the 5AN Club. And, and this is the one that I made that works for me on the areas that I know are the most important that I must focus on every day if I want to have a positive result and build my vision. And I must fall in love with delayed gratification because a lot of these actions I take every day take three months, four months, six months to end up where they need to end up. But I trust the process and I keep focusing on the inputs. So my sacred light keeper quadrants are broken down into four buckets. You have your mind, your being, your body, and your business. And under the mind section, you have your light on, your light bright, your light off. Under the being session, you have your build your future self and then serve or give it away. Under the body section, you have your sleep, your nutrition, your movement, and your breath. And then under the business section, you have your create, protect, and consume. So why do I have this mapped out and why do I have this written down? Well, my buddy Alex Scharf, and I'll butcher this, but he said it in numerous ways. If you don't write it down and you don't print it out, it will never happen. And what I love about Alex at the level of success that he's at is that every day, every morning, he still prints out his 
his processes for the day, his checklist for the day, his items for the day from his routines that support him. And he literally physically checks them off. Hey, I slept last night. I took my supplements. I did my greens. I read my book. Because the moment you have a plan, it makes it real. And once you have a plan, then it becomes having the discipline to keep the plan and allow it to do its work until you create the result. And so for me, I give these exact quadrants to every one of my clients, every one of my students as a starting point, and then I ask them to make it their own. And this is a starting point, but these are all the foundational areas that will never hurt you. If you focus on them, they can only help you as an entrepreneur, as a human, as a business owner. And so for me, in looking at this, I want to break down the three biggest areas for me that have had the most profound effect and why and how I use them. So number one, number one, number one, number one is the light on. So for me, the light on came from me starting to play with having a stillness practice, spending 10 minutes alone, 15 minutes alone, 20 minutes alone. What started from Keith Cunningham's book, The Road Less Stupid, around thinking time, where I would sit down with a piece of paper and I would write a big problem at the top of the paper. And then I would sit there for 30 minutes alone in silence with that problem on the paper, just exploring the answer. Sometimes I would find it, sometimes I didn't, which then led me into removing the question from the paper and just having a stillness practice. And I believe this to be true to my core. I truly believe that the only secret weapon that an entrepreneur has is himself because everything else we all have access to. It's your application, your intuition, your relationship with yourself that dictates the success that you have when you put it into practice. And for me, having a stillness practice has been single-handedly the most profound and simplest practice that I could ever institute into my life or business that has paid dividends. And for every single entrepreneur that I've forced into it, that I've coerced into it, that I've gently pushed into it, that I've invited into it, that has taken the call, has only ever said positive, beneficial things about it and how fast it worked and how easy it was. And so for me, that stillness practice is huge. It's how I start my day. It's how I end my day. When I get triggered, if I'm having a bad day, if I get a bad phone call, a bad client call, the moment I'm done, I go straight to my stillness practice. If I'm feeling emotionally unregulated, I go straight to my stillness practice. If I'm feeling anything other than great, the first place I go is straight to my stillness practice because in that place, it allows me to identify or for lack of better terms, triage what could be coming up and what's there. And the reason that triage is so important is because if I'm living reactively, if I'm triggered and I don't address it, if I'm upset and I don't address it, if I'm resentful and I don't address it, then every single action I take, every task in my business, every phone call, every video, every podcast is going to be infused with that energy and it's going to feel really hard and really out of alignment. But I know the moment I have those triggers that I'm having an off day, I wake up really sad and I go to my stillness practice. I might not be able to mitigate the sadness, but I have an awareness of it. I might be nowhere coming from, I might not, but I've intentionally brought awareness to it. And from that place, I feel empowered to then get back to work. And typically that is what mitigates the feeling. It's not that I sat with it. It's that I sat with it, I acknowledged it, and then I made a plan regardless of how I felt, how I was going to move my life and business forward. And in the application or in the the work of moving that forward, it typically dissipates the feeling. And so these quadrants are designed to keep me in momentum and to keep me in progress. 
And I will tell you that foundationally, I believe having a stillness practice is one of the most powerful things that you can do. And if you've never heard me talk about this, I don't know where you've been because I talk about this all the time. But having a stillness practice is really having an intentional practice, not one that you do when you feel like it, one that you do regardless of how you feel every single day, that teaches you how to build and flex the muscle of existing with just yourself. And so it starts with 10 minutes. And all you do is for 10 minutes, you sit still. No music, no phone, no notepad, eyes open. And you just sit there and you be. Like imagine when you went to the doctor before iPhones and magazines, you just had to sit in the lobby. Remember when we used to fly and there was no Wi-Fi or TVs or you know anything on the plane minus the shitty movies that popped down from the ceiling where half the TVs didn't work? I loved those flights. I would just sit there and think and think and think and think and I loved them. And those are things that we all used to have, but because attention is so demanded, it's been kind of stripped away from us. We have to intentionally bring it back into practice. So having a stillness practice is having an intentional practice where you spend any amount of time from 10 minutes to three hours a day just being. You can think, you can explore thoughts and ideas, but you have to be present and unattached to what comes up. And I think it's one of the most powerful things that entrepreneurs can do. And so for me, that is one of the giant ones, okay? Second one, and these are in no particular order. The second one is breath. And I never realized that two of the most powerful, absolute game-changing tools that we have as entrepreneurs are free at our disposal. And I think the two secret weapons that entrepreneurs have are sleep and breath. And I have friends that are the world's leading sleep scientists, like Michael Bruce, the sleep doctor, Uh, my buddy Jim Quick, who talks about brain, but also understands the importance of sleep. And it's so crazy to me because they study the science, they do the lab tests, they do all the trials, they do everything. And they have literally shown that getting the proper amount of sleep is equivalent to taking a performance enhancing drug. But yet the first time I tell you to sleep as an entrepreneur, you're going to tell me about the 180 fucking things on your to-do list that you can't as to why you're not sleeping. But I know you're actually not doing them in excellence. You're killing time, staying up late, fucking up your cortisol sleeping four hours, and then expecting to get up the next day and run your best performance. You can't. Well, sleep is that important, and so is breath. And breath is one of the greatest tools that exists in our entire ecosystem. It helps regulates our nervous system. It loads our body with oxygen. It's the thing that gives us the gift of life. It can recenter us. It can ground us. It can make us stronger. It can make us more mentally aware. It can help our bodies adapt and evolve to the environment around us to thrive. Like it is seriously one of the most powerful fucking modalities that exists on the face of the earth. And in the current moment, all you have to do is stop listening to this fucking podcast, close your eyes, set a timer for one minute and do one round of box breathing or one round of Wim Hof breathing. And your your life will forever change and be better, but yet we won't make the time to do it. Breathwork has single-handedly changed my life. I've had incredible breathwork experiences where I've done two and a half hours of transformational breath and did healing, but I've also had incredible breathwork experiences where I intentionally brought myself to three breaths in a very challenging, very hard, very stressful point in my life, and it immediately helped me find relief and find the path. And breath is like that tool that always gets you back on the path. It gets you back in your body. It gets you back in your emotions. It gets you back out of your head. It gets you into the things that matter while also physically helping your body 
and emotionally and mentally helping your body as well. And yet most people won't do it. So if you've ever been to my event, there's a reason why I make you guys breathe with me. And if you have never come to my event and you're going to come, you are going to find out the reason why breath is so important. Because in the matter of moments, in a matter of moments, you can change the entire frequency of your state of being, your brain, your mindset, your energy, including when you're exhausted. Breath, two intranasal breaths on both sides is like a cup of coffee, but yet we'll go to the stimulus that elevates our cortisol, reverses our adrenal production or reverses our cortisol production, which causes adrenal fatigue, and then makes our sleep a permanent wound that never gets better while destroying our nervous system in the process. But it doesn't have to be that way. We just have to be willing to use the simple tools that are at our disposal that will give us the fastest path to success. And breath is one of them. So my number one in this, in no particular order, is having a stillness practice, a mindfulness practice, like I explained belong, below or before in the light on section. The second one is breathing. And if you're like, George, I don't even know where to begin, start with box breathing. Just go Google box breathing. It's really, really simple. It's a four-second inhale, a four-second hold, a four-second exhale, and a four-second hold. And set an alarm on your phone for three times a day that whenever it goes off, you're going to stop everything you're doing and do that breath. And if you start there, the avenues of possibility will open up for you, but that has to be your constant. That has to be your foundation. You can do it with four, seven, eight breathing, which is where you put the tip of your tongue on the roof of your mouth, which helps with other things. You can do intranasal breathing, which works on both sides of your brain, knowing that also most of the nerve endings in your entire body are in your nose. So it's mentally stimulating. But start somewhere and start by making it a daily habit, a daily commitment, and a daily practice to breathing. Okay. So breath would be number two. And then the third one, um, the third one, <laughs> the third one is almost like the whole business section roped up into one. Uh, but it's create, protect, and consume. And the reason this is in my model, the reason this is so powerful for me is that when I was at the crux of a big inflection point in my life as an entrepreneur, I was losing like $40,000 a month because of mismanagement, but yet I was making seven figures a year and I was a slave to my business. Um, I was addicted to consuming content. I would just hide on the internet. I would hide on social I would hide in videos, I would hide in podcasts, I would hide anywhere to avoid doing the work. And some of you know this, but when I made some really big life changes, I also made a rule that I wasn't allowed to consume content. And I ended up carrying that rule forward for about three years. And something very interesting happens when you are no longer allowed to consume content. Uh, you're left with a lot of time and space, and all you're allowed to do is create. And I was afraid to create because I wanted somebody else to tell me the way. I wanted somebody else to tell me what it looks like. The only challenge is, is that nobody can because it's mine. And so by eliminating my consumption, it forced my hand to just create. Create based on how I felt. Create what I thought. Create based on an idea. And just trust myself enough to create. And I will tell you that I'm sitting in the results of that right now in my life and loving every minute of it because it feels so easy. But no matter what I consume, no matter how many books I read, no matter how many videos I watch, no matter how many strategies and tactics I learn, no matter how many distinctions I learn, it will still never change the results. It will only change when I intentionally apply those with my specific DNA into the world. And we know that the fastest way to learn is to iterate. 
But yet in entrepreneurship, sometimes we get in the way of that. And we'll lose our whole day getting wrapped up in an Instagram rabbit hole, a YouTube video, and we can justify it to the fucking moon. But underneath it were a couple of things that we knew. That post we've been putting off writing, that email we didn't want to do, that video because we were scared to do it, that interview because I didn't want to ask that question. Like We're surrounded by them. And it's when we have the discipline to harness that and lean into it that we get the most results. And so I think the most powerful part of this for me is earning the right to consume. And so the way that I have the business section set up is that every day I get to consume 20 to 25 pages or minutes of content that solves a specific challenge in my business. What that allows me to do is containerize it to say, okay, it's okay that you can consume content as long as you can tell me exactly what you're looking for, what challenge you're trying to solve, or where you're going to use it. And the moment I can answer that question, I allow myself to consume the content. When I'm done consuming that content, my job is simple. The only thing I'm allowed to do is create and I have to earn the right to consume again. So let's say I'm mapping out a new idea and I come up with a couple questions I can't answer and I find where to find them. I'm like, all right, cool. Yep, I have this challenge. I need some creative ideas. I'll go watch these two videos. Well, the moment I watch those two videos and I have any clarity, clarity could be, oh, how you were going to do it is great. Or, oh, you might want to add this one thing or you might want to think about this. And I have that clarity. My consumption is done and I'm immediately back into the application of creating. Oh, yep, that helped, that helped, that up. All right, cool. Here's what I'm going to put in the video and here's how I'm going to do it. Now go do the video. And I've kept this rule in my life and in my business intentionally and it has paid dividends for me because there are so many things I want to learn. There are so many things I want to know. There are so many ideas and I love learning. But if my learning is getting in the way of my progress, getting in the way of the momentum of my business, or preventing me from doing those behaviors that are going to create the result, then I shouldn't be doing them because now they're self-sabotaging prophecy, basically. But I know that if I continue to operate like I do now, that in a year from now or five years from now, I'm going to have eight to nine extra hours a day to consume whatever I want because I've been so busy building by creating over and over and over again that now I've bought all this time back and I can learn as much as I want. And so the reason I'm sharing all of this with you is so that you can design your life, so that you can design your business, so that you can design your sex, success. And the moment you take the time to use all of these Lightkeeper quadrants as I have them or design your own in the critical foundational areas of your life and business, and you make a commitment to them and you have the discipline to hold yourself accountable to them, your life will look drastically different 30 days from now, 60 days from now, 90 days from now than you ever thought possible. But that is only possible if you actually make a plan and start, not if you look for the perfect plan or copy somebody else's routine or try to do their habits or their rituals, which you can't because they're not yours. It requires that you take 20 minutes and say, okay, God, those are really good lightkeeper quadrants. My mind, my being, my body, and my business. Okay, yep, 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 yep. 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 And you're like, all right, you know what? I am going to do those. And you open up your calendar and you change your day. And you're like, I'm going to get up at this time for my stillness. I'm going to do my journaling at this time. I'm going to do my creation at this time. I'm going to do my nutrition at this time. I'm going to do my movement at this time. You basically build a container that holds you accountable to only achieving your success, but you're the only one who can build it. 
I can't build it for you. No other coach can build it for you. Only you can. And we can't be in your room, in your house at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. or 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. when you're in a sticking point. You have to do that work, but you have to know what work you're doing. And so by designing these out, what you're doing is you're basically protecting your guaranteed success. Because if I look at these sacred lightkeeper quadrants, I can tangibly and measurably show you if all I do is follow what's in them every single day over the span of 365 days, how much my life and business has drastically improved. And so this becomes my foundation. These become my baselines. Because do I only do three needle movers a day? No. I get all my needle movers done by like 9.30, 9.45. And then I get into the business and coaching calls and other calls. And then I get done and I'm like, wow, I have three hours left. Oh, let me go find some more needle movers. What I did is I built a container. I built a model that basically guarantees my success because I hate losing. And if I look at this and I'm like, yep, I did each one of those things every single day. The only evidence I have is that I succeeded, that I made progress and that I'm closer towards my goals and closer towards my vision. But I can only do that when I have something to execute against. And so I share all of this and I also importantly highlighted the most important areas for me so that you can start. Because I would rather you take all four of these quadrants and write them down and say, you know what, I'm going to start with three and I'm going to do three every day for the next month and then I'm going to add three more. And you allow yourself to titrate and to build into it. But most importantly, you allow yourself to start today. And that's really, really what it boils down to. Are your habits and rituals by design, like the ones that you've taken the time to intentionally design and create, designed to move you forward in your life and business? And if the answer is, I haven't designed it, then the answer is no. If the answer is, I've designed it, but I don't execute against it, then the answer is no. If the answer is, yes, I've designed it, but it's not fully how it could be or at my potential, then the answer is no. If the answer is, I've designed it, and it totally holds me kind of my potential and I follow it every day, then you don't need this podcast. But I do this every day, and uh, most days I hit 70% of this, and I celebrate every part of it, and then every day I look for opportunities to push myself and to grow and stretch myself so that I can reach my potential so that I in, can increase my capacity so that I can keep completing it in excellence. But I will tell you that I've learned very painfully that progress is really the name of the game. And now I protect that over everything. And so I want you to be intentional. I want you to be intentional about every decision you make. I want you to be intentional when you choose to hit snooze or not hit snooze. When you wake up and you go to have the first beverage of the day, I want it to be intentional because you can show and measure how it's going to move the needle of your life forward. When you go talk to your significant other for the first time, I want it to be intentional because if it's intentional, it's guaranteed to work when it's aligned to where you want to go. But accidents never create positive results. And by taking some time at a very early part of the year right now to focus on this, to allow the space for this, to build this out, and to give yourself a container to operate into will change the game. And we all know, we've all been there. You pick fitness, you pick food. You can literally be like, I'm going to go work out every day. And you fall and you go and you go sometimes you don't. And then the moment you put it down on paper and you make a commitment publicly, you never miss a day. Your life is no different. 
Your business is a no different and you are the secret to your life and your business and how you operate with yourself, how you build containers for yourself, how you grow yourself is going to directly waterfall into every single thing that you touch and can only have a positive experience if you're willing to do the work. And the work starts with designing your day, designing your habits and your rituals around your potential future self not your current self, and then holding yourself to it and having the integrity and the discipline to keep working towards it, even when you don't feel like it. And that's commitment. And these have single-handedly changed my life, changed my client's life, changed my business's life, and they're simple. And the simplest things require the most love, care, and support in holding them into practice because the world's going to demand our attention. Roadblocks are going to come things are going to happen. And those are the tests. Those are the tests to test how committed you are to what you say you want and what you're going to do in the moments when everything feels broken around you. And for me, things break, I fall back on these. Things get hard, I fall back on these. Things feel off, I fall back on these. And typically, in most of the challenging situations of my day, my life, in every area, If there is something coming up and I can't find a solution or I'm not excited about it or it feels overwhelming or it feels like it's triggered me or it's taken me off kilter, almost nine out of 10 times, I can look at these four areas and I can show you the part of them that that day that I didn't do in excellence, which allowed that to happen. And the moment I do it, it brings everything back into perspective and makes it really, really easy. And so that's what I wanted to share today. So those are the sacred lightkeeper quadrants in their entirety. You have your mind, your body, your being, and your business. And so my invitation for you is this. Either use mine or build your own, but do it today. And design your life, design your business, design your habits and rituals around the things foundationally that will move you forward in every single area that matters And then make a commitment to hold yourself accountable to executing on those things every single day. And then give them the time to work. Because if I say I'm going to walk five minutes a day for seven days, there will not be a noticeable difference. I won't have extra stamina. I won't lose a ton of weight. But if I've never walked before, and then I say I'm going to walk five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day every day for 365 days, and I extrapolate that out down the road, there is a tangibly, measurably, and seen difference that can come to realization when we focus on the inputs. And that's what I'm inviting you to do. So that's what I got for today's podcast. Thank you for coming into my brain a little bit. Uh, Thanks for letting me share this. I've actually never shared this in its entirety like this, and it excites me. But my invitation is clear. Take this one and put it into practice. If we can help, let us know. If you want support, let us know. But most importantly, take this and put it into practice. So that's how I'm going to wrap today's show. So as always, if this is your first time here in the show, I highly recommend you dive into a couple other episodes. There's over 300 to choose from. Um, if you're repeating this one, you're an avid listener of the show, I fucking appreciate you immensely. I love you. I appreciate you. It makes my heart happy. And if this episode, if this message, if this can help anybody that you know, my invitation is to please send it to them. 
just send this to two or three people you know that it can help. Let them know about the show. Let them know about this episode and specifically how it can help them. And that will help me spread the word. But other than that, we're going to wrap the episode. So you can go build your quadrants. You can build your day. And you can fucking rocket ship yourself to success. And so this has been another loving episode of The Mind of George Show. So you will either see me in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But either way, it's important to remember that relationships will always beat algorithms, especially the one with yourself.